So I finally found an issue in trucking that I believe a lot of truckers are going to quit over. I mean, literally going to quit. Okay. Trucking. Like guys that have been driving. And I don't think it'll be a lot of new drivers. I think it'll be your drivers that have been driving a long time, maybe owner operators, certain drivers that drive for certain companies. And that being the speed limiter mandate, the FMCSA is moving forward with it. Again, it doesn't mean that they've decided to go with it, but they've been on this for years. They did a pilot program with five states over in the Virginia area from like 17 to whatever to 22. Um, in 22, they actually announced they were moving forward with this. You know, even though cries from the trucking industry, like owner operators, you know, and just truck drivers riding in, just mass amounts of truckers with concerns. One of the concerns is truck drivers are concerned that it's going to create a lot of road rage. Mm -hmm. Now, let me tell you, I think it's March or May. I think it's in this May is, is, is when they're going to go ahead and decide if they're going through with it. You know what I mean? Where they're going to go ahead and say, okay, here it is. And they're even contacting CMV manufacturers, like I guess Peterbilt and Freightliner, all the manufacturers to be able to have it set from the factory would be my guess. So this would include everybody, owner operators, everybody in this, you know, if they do a countrywide United States of America um, speed limiter and the proposed speed is 68 miles an hour. That's what I just found out because remember they were playing with different speeds. You name it, they were playing with all these different speeds. They, I guess, decided on the lower one, which is 68, because I, I believe there was several that were um, 70. Yeah, I thought I heard one, something like 72 at one point. 75. I think the 75 was the maximum I heard. I could be wrong, maybe more. But anyways, personally, well, let me ask you, what are your thoughts on mandatory 68 miles per hour for all tractor trailers, maximum speed? If now, Again, I'm not saying that they're going to go through with it, but... When the FMCSA, we've learned this through many different things that they've impl implemented in the industry that when they, when they have a target on something, it just, it just keeps going forward like this. This is no different than other things like ELDs and everything else that they've started talking about, proposing, and boom, 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 and next thing you know, they, they bring it in. I, I honestly think that the... Speed limiters should not be part of a tractor like that. I could see, like, maybe someone that's young, like right now we have the ones that are fresh in the industry, the under-21s. I can understand maybe their, their tractors being limited to not go certain speeds only because, you know, they're still so new on pulling something that's 53 feet behind them. I can understand maybe, but only for a short bit because I totally agree 
100% that it will cause road rage and that it's going to cause more problems that way in in the on the on the highways and on the interstates than than if they just let the trucks go with they as they are now i think if anything that they should start taking more into consideration the cameras and the dash cams that are in these tractors proving that it is so much not the fault of the tractors as it is the four-wheelers around them. Now, if they already think that they have enough, quote, time to pull out in front of this tractor, how is it going to be with them going a different speed? They're still going to think the same amount. Oh, they're going so slow. I have plenty of time to pull out in front of them. You know, I don't see that being a answer to the, the, the industry I think it's going to cause more problems. So you're you're thinking because trucks appear to be a little slower, people will take even more chances with it. And I agree with that. Yeah, they are. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I look at this whole um, speed limiter thing in the same way. And I don't, I'm going to add to what you said, okay? It is a fact that I think it's somewhere around 85 87% of all tractor trailer car accidents involving fatalities even are 85 to 87% maybe even more are all have been always found that the four wheelers at fault mhm i can see that but now take this a step further this is i think the average amount of deaths involved in a year car and tractor trailer combined is an average of somewhere around, I want to say between five and 6,000. Okay. Give or take like some years it's 4,700 some, but I would say if you go back the last 20 years, 30 years, even compiling the data, the numbers have just fluctuated a little bit. Now, what does that mean? Think about this. Is there a lot more vehicles on the road today than there was 30 years ago? The answer is yes. Is there a lot more vehicles on the road today than 10 years ago and 20 years ago? The answer is yes. But the the accidents involving tractor trailers has not climbed. So that means that it is it is actually per capita, probably percentage-wise, actually lower over the years than it was 20, 30 years ago. So my whole thing is, what are they basing this on? What are they actually, you know, what is it? What is it like 40,000 people? Can you Google it real quick? How many people actually die on the road in America every year? I think it's like 38 to 50,000 deaths total. That would be everything, car on car, blah, 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 blah. So what I'm getting at is tractor trailers actually are a small portion of the deaths. Do you understand what I'm saying, Ruthann? I'm pulling up what you asked. I know. <laughs> I know, but you, you, I just did that on purpose because I know you can't be typing and talking at the same time. You get funny with it. Well, it gave me Florida. Well, no, no, I'm not. I'm talking USA, just know, total USA. Well, like, how many, how many um, 
fatality accidents are there in a year? And I'm not asking who's at fault, blah, 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 just total, how many people die in car accidents? A total of 42,939 people died in motor vehicle crashes in 2021. There you go. So like I said, about 38 to 50,000 total die, but only about say 4,500 to 6,000 average, which would be about, what is that about? 10% of the accidents involving tractor trailer. That's it. No, no, I got a question though. What's your question? What year was COVID? Uh, uh, COVID was the end of 2019 into the beginning of 20, all the way to like figure 20 in in somewhere in 21, end of 21. So about the reason I asked, and I know I'm way off base, like you said, but it says that it's a 10, 10% increase in deaths compared to 2020. And I'm thinking to myself, well, yeah, there's, there's less people out on the road in 2020, 20, early 2021. So kind of threw me off a little bit. Sorry. Yeah. For someone to compare 20 and 21 for any statistics, probably on almost anything except for COVID statistics itself would be somebody trying to drum up false numbers. That's all that would be. Because if you look at like, if you look back through the years, like I said, you're probably going to come up with about a 40, 45,000 Americans die every year in vehicle accidents. Mm -hmm. And only out of those, say 45,000, 10 to 12% of those are tractor trailer involved. And Mm -hmm. as of those tractor trailer involved, 80 to 87, even upwards of 90%. Okay. At fault are the cars. So my question is, why are they doing this to truck drivers? Why are they doing this? There's always an ulterior motive, you know, when someone's doing this crap. Mm -hmm. So my guess is, are people complaining at high levels because they they think that it would be less traffic on these interstates as far as it would be it would be a better flow if truckers were going slow. For some reason, I think that that people think that maybe if truckers are limited on speed, that they'll just get in the granny lane and just stay there. And you know what I mean? Everybody would be just doing 68 in the granny lane. I guarantee you that's not the case. Because if you, and we've talked about this before, if you have two trucks going up a hill at 68, you know, at their maximum speed is 68, who gets... Are they going to be? Are they going to be equal to each other? Absolutely not. The guy with eighty thousand pounds is is going to be in the right lane. The guy with seventy five thousand pounds is going to be creeping by. The guy with only forty that only weighs say fifty thousand pounds, he's going to want to go faster. So the guy going downhill, it's either, the the only place you're going to see equal speeds are going to be at a level of where both trucks are 80,000 pounds on a flat ground. And that's might even be different based on the way they're geared. You know what I mean? So with that being said, you got somebody that's a couple thousand pounds lighter coming, you know, that's at 68 versus a guy that's at 68 miles an hour. That's 80,000 pounds. Say one coming on the interstate, people got to get over. Next thing you know, by the time he's, He's, he's cranking it, and now they're both at the same speed. You're gonna, what I'm getting at is you're going to see so many incidences where two trucks are beside each other and can't pass. 
Yes. Or it takes 30 miles. It's just, it's going to, truck drivers are right. It's going to create such road rage because people in four-wheelers, they're already not patient with truck drivers. And it only takes a mile or two for that patience to be there. You know what I'm saying? It doesn't take long for someone in a car to get irritated with the trucker in front of them. It could be just going from the red light to like a quarter mile down the road where the tractor's still trying to go through his gears. So it really, it doesn't take much. So that patience of even waiting 20 miles, you know, going through a small town where they can't get past them, anything, it, it, it's going to create a bunch of road rage. I, I, I 100% agree with you. Um, and, you know, there's there's big companies out there now that they're only at 65. Yeah, you, you there know. are those companies. Right. The good news is you don't have... You don't have them all together all over the United States. But when you have, say, two Swift trucks or two U.S. Express trucks or, I, you know, I don't know the speeds of every truck. But when you have, say, two trucks that are 65 trying to pass, we've been behind it. It's frustrating. Now, multiply that by three million truckers all running the same speed. That's two. Let's be honest. You're, you're already two miles an hour underneath the 70 mile an hour average interstate speed. Okay. And there's, there's, I, I don't know what the highways are. Are there four lane highways with 70 or are they all like at 65? I am not even sure to be honest with you anymore, but the bottom line is mix up 3 million trucks. That's just tractor trailers. Now, I don't know. Oh, you know what it was also? The GVW of like 26,000 pounds. So a lot of your class beers, if they're under the twenty six thousand, won't won't be affected. So anything over twenty six thousand GVWs are are the ones of, which is a tractor trailer. So it it remains to be seen how this is going to play out. But I don't. I'll be honest with you. I think it's one of those things. Like I said in the beginning, I believe it's going to create a lot of truckers that are going to go screw this. Because let's just talk about them for one second. You're an owner operator, right? Your truck's triple digit. Is that fair? No. You and you know now, are they going to allow those guys that are already triple digit? You know that don't have the. It's like a um, that electronic device that is used to govern trucks. Are they going to make these guys give give like owner operators a deadline also to get their truck turned down? Is that going to happen? If it does, that's it's like that's such BS. It's not fair. You know, it, all I keep thinking is, you know how when they are selling cars, they go, it will go from zero to 60 in 2.0 seconds or whatever it is. Exactly. What are you selling right there? Now, with a, a person that's in a tractor trailer, it's not like you go zero to 60 and. 2.0 seconds, it takes you minutes to get through there to get through your gears. So, honestly, if you think about it, the accidents that are caused, you know, it's 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 mostly the ones that are just really not paying attention, the four-wheelers and pulling out in front of them or, you know, on the interstate and somehow there's an accident there because someone clips the corner of, of someone else and they lost control or, 
you know, there's so many different incidences, but the point is, is it's not, it's really not an issue of governing your tractor. It's really an incident of getting these people aware of, of what a tractor trailer can do starting in high school and going through it. Well, I, I, I agree with that. Um, you look at, you know, your Dodge Chargers, you know, Camaros, mm-hmm. Corvettes, Mustangs, you know, all the, you know, people buy these cars. Look at the Supra. The new Supra just came out not long ago. You know, they, they buy these vehicles. You look at the videos on YouTube the, um, of, of the Ferraris and the, you know, the, the real fast cars that are mm-hmm. coming through. They, and they pull, get pulled over on purpose. They're doing like a buck 40 and the state troopers are in the video and it's, it's all fun and games up there. And it's like, everybody's every all these cars are allowed to you know fly it like mm-hmm. ungodly speeds and and you're going to take a tractor tra- a guy that's been trained mm-hmm. and that has that's even in if, if you go back to one number 80 to 87 percent of all tractor trailer car accidents are caused by the four-wheeler that means if you think about it that means out of the 45 50,000 people that ki- get killed every year Okay, only about ten to twelve percent are the are deemed the trucker's fault. Mm-hmm. Ten to twelve percent, and that's not of the forty-five thousand. That's of the forty-five hundred tractor-trailer accidents. So, say, let's just say ten percent of that. That's that's ten percent of forty-five hundred is four hundred and fifty. So, out of out of about forty-five thousand deaths in a year, literally about less than a thousand. We'll just say less than a thousand are the tractor trailer driver's fault. Yeah. I it's mean, horribly low numbers for them to be punishing the trucking industry over. I agree because, you know, just like you have in in any incident of an accident, you have that one or two people like you they always say one bag egg makes all the the whole egg carton rotten you know what i mean i think that's bad apple spoils a whole bunch i couldn't figure it out so i I pulled a troy (laughs) used eggs i don't think one bad egg spoils the whole carton well with mine it's gonna okay all right so in ruth ann's world it's the eggs in my world it's gonna be the egg one rotten egg but the point that i'm saying is is okay you have that one trucker that just totally disgraced the industry with drinking and driving or texting and driving or doing whatever whatever he was that he was doing no all the other truckers around there are saying you fool what what were you thinking like you have those that are can't believe what he's done and how bad they feel for for the victims and so forth and and this trucker made everybody else now have to go through the 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 scare of being getting put limiters on them. You know I don't, what I mean? I don't think that it is one or two truckers that they're looking at. I think there's other reasons why they're doing this. Oh, I think that there's personally. I, I think that there's there. It, well, I, I have lots of ideas, but you know, conspiracy theory, conspiracy theories are everywhere. But my point is, is they need to really pay attention to other things instead of just these four wheelers. They have to look at the cars too. All right. Well, we'll we'll see in May. What happens? And uh, let's move on. Let's take a break. Drivers, if you're looking for a local home everyday driving job, 
apply with Carter Lumber today. They have positions for Class A and Class B local drivers. They can take experienced drivers, students, and non-CDL drivers. With over 160 locations, chances are they have a position for you. So go to carterlumber.com forward slash talkcdl and apply today. Again, that's carterlumber.com forward slash talkcdl. Thank you. Hey, drivers, are you sick of watching the other drivers bypass the way station while you are held up going through yourself? Well, download DriveWise today at www.drivewise.com. That's D-R-I-V-E-W-Y-Z-E.com. And start bypassing the scales yourself. If you're a small carrier, an owner-operator, or even a big fleet looking for something better, check out DriveWise today. And remember, there's no equipment, no transponders needed when you're using DriveWise. Check them out for a free download at www.drivewyze.com. If you're a driver looking for a new trucking job, Check out NCI. NCI offers the following. New Kenworth T680s, competitive wages, solo team, and students welcome, plus a full benefit package for you and your family. Check them out today at 888-311-7076. That's 888-7076. And tell them TalkCDL sent you. Truck Parking Club is a network of instantly reservable daily and monthly truck parking locations throughout the U.S. Truck Parking Club helps connect truckers to truck parking locations throughout the U.S. via truckparkingclub.com. Our networks is made up of property owners that have locations adequate for truck parking to list on the platform. This includes trucking companies, storage companies, CDL schools, trailer leasing companies, real estate investors, truck parking operators, and more. Go to truckparkingclub.com today. All right, Ruthann, we are back. And, you know, before we um, talk about a few other things, the Louisville Truck Show coming up, I wanted to mention we have this new channel um, on Toxidale's Facebook page. Um, it's a uh, like a broadcasting channel. We're allowed to send messages to people, like little extra things. So um, a couple thousand people, we announced it the other day, and, and uh, uh, thousands actually joined it. If you're interested in joining up, just um, accept the invitation we sent out to everybody if you're part of the Toxidale Facebook page. The other thing is, um, you know, we're doing things on that page. For example, we just announced that we're giving out VIP tickets, okay, for the Louisville Truck Show. Mm -hmm. And, of course, I want to announce it on here also. If you are looking for free Louisville mats, you call it what you want, the Louisville Truck Show in March, at the end of March, if you're looking for free VIP tickets, Okay, which is better than just your general admission tickets. Right. Um, send a message to Ruthann at talkcdl.com. That's R-U-T-H-A-N-N at talkcdl.com. And let her know how many tickets 
include your email, and then she'll go ahead and get the tickets sent over to you and anybody else that is interested in the broadcast channel, please go ahead and go on Facebook and um, just accept the invitation. I'm talking in circles. And as far as the Louisville truck show goes, babe, you have um, the booth for these people. I do. Um, the booth is six, six, one, zero five. And the dates are March 21st through the 23rd. Okay. And, and like we're telling everybody that's messaging us for tickets, make sure you stop in. One guy actually is a DJ, Ruthann, and he said that he wanted to, uh, I think his name is DJ Hootie something, but he said he wants to stop in and maybe do a little interview, and we're going to have our uh, interviewing equipment there, mixers, microphones, all kinds of stuff will be at the show. So if you are interested in getting on the show for a few minutes, come on over and sit down with Talk CDL. Ruthann? I think that will be really fun. Ruthann, we also have a truck show coming up in... This month, actually, in Definitely. South Florida. Mm-hmm. So if, even if it, you're not going to use the excuse to see Talk CDL or come to the show, just the excuse of going to South Florida in February is a good one. <laughs> it's called the Florida Truck Show. It's in February. It's in Fort Lauderdale. What's the dates on that, Ruthann? Um, the 23rd and 24th. Or the 23rd and 25th, sorry. I keep saying Friday. It's Friday. Uh, I don't believe Friday is the actual day. That's the date we're going to be setting up. But I think the truck show itself is the, the Saturday and Sunday, which is the 24th and 25th. Okay, so be sure and stop down there and check us out. The booth. That. You got the booth number? Yeah, it's 1729. All right, so moving on. Moving on. All right, so moving on. So anyways, we've got a few other things to talk about today. And we are in February of 2024. Wow, time just flies, Rutan. It did. I keep telling people it's yesterday, the Y2K, the computers were going to crash. That was 1999. Everybody was so worried about the year 2000. And you blink your eye, and it's 24 years later. Isn't that crazy? That's how easy it is to remember back. So 24 years in the books. Um, okay, Rutan, just a few things I wanted to talk about here. Um, but interesting, interesting little thing I read about in, uh, the state of Massachusetts, some bad news for about 26 truck drivers up there, Ruthann, their CDL has been revoked because of a bribery scheme. Did you hear about that? I did. You smiled at me. Yeah. The state trooper guy was actually going to bring that up. Oh, you were going to bring it up? Yeah, but that's not a big deal. I mean, it was, I just thought it was funny that, you know. We got like like minded there. Yeah, but anyways, it's it's interesting how that happened, and I think there might be more. And so, in case you got your CDL in Massachusetts, all right, and you were giving gifts, money, or whatever to the trooper, they were using the code word within the trooper was for the examiner, golden. Really? Yeah, I, I read the article. And I guess no, it didn't matter how good or bad you were as a trucker right now. I mean, to be honest with you, that's actually scary. The article said that there was no known accidents by those 26. And those guards, they're not allowed to get their CDL unless they can prove that they can pass the test. But to be honest with you, I, I, I think it's kind of funny how they're, how they're allowed to get their CDL, I guess. I think the article said they have to go, you know, 
prove that they not uh, pass the test and do everything, you would think that they would be not allowed to get their CDL ever, you know, being that they slipped a few dollars to get it. They bribed, yeah. Yeah. So, but anyways, you 26 truckers, it's, you know what, to be honest with you guys, if if I can get my CDL, anybody can. It's not that hard. <laughs> I mean, honestly, come on, it's not that hard. It really isn't. You know, backing up, serpentine backing, parallel parking, you know, going around right turn, left turn, the the pre-trip, the post-trip, all that stuff. That's really it's not that hard if you if you actually want to pass it. It's pretty easy. One of my favorite sayings that I had, like with with my kids, you know, when we're trying to learn different stuff and teach different stuff, I'm like, if you can memorize all those dances or if you can memorize the the songs, there's absolutely no reason why you can't memorize math or words. You know what I mean? Um, as far as, you know, how many people, you know, when I, in my generation, how many people were able to memorize patterns in Miss Pac-Man mm-hmm. and Pac-Man. Exactly. And like codes and all this other stuff. You know what I mean? And and I again, you know, if if you're able to memorize insane things like that, mm-hmm. you can pass the CDL test. Exactly. Right now it's in like this generation it's TikTok dances or um just some of the songs. I mean some of these rap songs. Any of that stuff. If you can memorize that stuff, there's absolutely no reason why you can't learn a trade. Exactly. Study your CDL test. In fact, you're safer on the road if you actually pass it because you learned it. Mm-hmm. Not because some you you slipped somebody 10 bucks. I wonder how much they were slipping these guys or what was a gift. Um, I read the one. I read the, the cop got, a, I guess, driveway macadamed. He got his driveway done. Um, some of it was like equipment. So anyways, moving on, moving on, <clears throat> moving on. So check this out. You, you know, one little thing that I'd like to talk to a church to, to everybody about here for a second, leaving the scene of an accident who big no, no. Well, I mean, look, there's been plenty of incidences where, okay, somebody will back in, you know I mean? You're backing in an area where there's cars and you scrape one. And you pretend you didn't see it. You know You know what a telltale sign is? If the video camera, okay, on the pole where you're backing in, shows you getting out and actually looking at the car <laughs> and, and where you hit them, and then telling your boss later on, oh, I didn't know I hit somebody. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, first off, leaving the scene of an accident as a, reference on a on your job application even though you might not put that down trust me companies find out who you work for and they actually see okay that you left the scene of an accident odds are it's going to be really tough for you to get a job but here's a driver this poor guy and i i I shouldn't say this poor guy um and and he might have been scared i don't know i feel for the guy i really do it said, police have made an arrest in the death of a trucker fatally struck by a big rig in Tennessee pilot parking lot. Um, the White Plains, I'm sorry, the White Pine Police Department announced that 70-year-old Tennessee-based truck driver, okay, John R. Emery, was served an arrest warrant um, on February 2nd. 
Police say Emery was booked into the Jefferson County Jail in connection with the death of an Alabama trucker, Gary M. Clark, 64. Um, it says around 6.50 p.m., Clark was found deceased by another driver in the lot in the rear of a pilot travel center located on Roy Messer Highway in White Plain. Uh, I keep saying White Plain. White Pine, Tennessee. Police said that at about 6.30, Clark was struck by the front passenger side of a truck pulling into the fuel island. The driver uh, police identified as Emery did not obtain fuel, but went inside and purchased several items, leaving the store about 20 minutes later after entering. It says that he was identified as the truck driver involved in the accident, and I guess apparently there was people that came to him and said, it looks like your truck might have hit somebody. Okay. Now, I believe, I believe Emery didn't know because he pulled in. He might have pulled in a little fast. I don't know. He pulled in and then went shopping in the, tr- in the, pl- in the center. Maybe got something to eat. Maybe, you know, went and got some things he needed. But I don't think he knew he hit somebody. You know what I'm saying? Or else I believe if he was going to leave the scene after knowing it, he would have just kept going, maybe swung around and just pulled back out. But he parks, goes in, shops around, and then as he's getting to leave, there's like maybe I don't know if they looked it up on the camera. I don't know how they even know it was him, but they apparently came to him and said, Hey, looks like you hit somebody. He's like, That wasn't me. And he just said, I'm going home, right? Didn't bother. Poor guy. Again, and it might sound like I'm being sympathetic with somebody that killed somebody. But I think the guy, it was an accident on the guy's part. I think we didn't know it. And then after somebody came to him and said, hey, sound, looks like you might have killed this guy, probably got scared. I'm just putting myself in the guy's place. Probably got scared and went, I'm out of here. You know what I mean? No, it wasn't me. Maybe he was in what we call denial and left. And now, now don't get me wrong. Doesn't make what he did right. And I sure feel bad for this poor guy that got killed. He, it's another driver that was killed. And I sure feel bad for the guy's family. So in no means am I making light of it. I'm just saying if you put yourself in Emery's place, the 70-year-old driver, you might think from the description, I don't think he knew he did it. What are your thoughts? I want more details. That's literally, that's all I keep thinking is because when, when you're saying that, I mean, I'm picturing me sitting there or standing or walking in a parking lot and a tractor coming near me. Um, if it's coming close enough to me, I'm dodging out of its way. You know, I'm going to run. I still can move faster. You know what I mean? But it sounded like you said he pulled into a fuel island but didn't get fuel. So um, I'm baffled because I know you were reading it and I probably only caught pieces of it. Well, some truck stops you pull through the fuel island to park mm-hmm. and not, okay. and, but pilots, not normally you can pull in any way. Now, I don't know. Did he, did I say fuel island is where he got, he, no, that's why I'm saying. I don't remember hearing that. So when you're reading right. it, I might've zoned a minute. Cause you know, I kind of, yeah, no, I don't know don't. exactly if he pulled in through the fuel island or he clipped somebody, maybe the guy, you know, maybe the guy was walking, you know what I mean? Just walking in the same direction as the trucker. 
And well, he is a trucker, so yeah. So I'm, I, that's he's what I'm walking. saying. I'm like really baffled. And now here's the other thing. Emery, the guy that hit him, could have been looking in his mirror, looking away. You know what I'm saying? Not paying attention to to him going, and and maybe even heard a little thunk. I was gonna say, don't you feel the thudum? I mean, right? It, you know, did you, especially it says on the on the passenger side of the vehicle. So now, was it the right front of the vehicle, or did he catch him with his tandem? I don't know. All I could tell you is most of the time you would have heard something. Yeah. I mean, and, and that's why I'm like, I'm kind of baffled, you know, if he got hit and then moved, like how they know, how do people know that the guy hit him, you know, and killed him? I mean, I, 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 that's what's throwing me off. It's like, did he hit him? I, I, I'm just, I guess I'm just like kind of. Here's the other thing. He's 70. I know. And, and, and let's be honest now. We know a lot of trucking companies, all right, that if if drivers are over 70, they avoid hiring them. It's it's an it's known. Okay, I know you're looking at me like be careful there. I I'm just saying, I'm not naming trucking companies, but I know a lot of trucking companies that literally when a truck driver's over 70, they don't hire the guy. And there's a reason why. Because, you know, our hearing starts to go, you know what I mean? And response. And, but now you do have to pass a hearing and, and, and visual test. And there's a lot of guys that are 75 and up that are really good, amazing truckers. I'm not in any way putting a driver down that's 70. I'm just saying he being 70, knowing he can't get many jobs, that might have been also part of the reason he panicked. Maybe he thought, oh, man, I got to get out of here. I'm 70. They're going to think... You know what I mean? This, I, you, you just just don't know, like you said, without all the information. Right. And I really feel for the family that lost the driver, but I also feel for the guy because I really believe, according to what information I do have, it doesn't sound like the poor guy maybe knew he did it. Well. I don't know. I feel bad either way, right? feel bad for everybody involved, both truckers. Okay, moving on. Actually, you know, that's my podcast for the week, Rutan, our podcast. Do you have the word of the day? Do you have anything for these people? I do. do. You do. What do you got for the drivers? Well, first, I, it's not just for the drivers, but it's also for, it's really for anybody that's going to Matt's that's, ex, that's an exhibitor. Um, there's a scam going around right now where people are trying to send you emails Sit for the attendees list. Yeah, that's a big thing. Usually, uh-huh. Matts will, you know, actually not just Matts. When you go to a trucks, a truck, of them. Mm-hmm. a trucking show, they send you the exhibitor list, mm-hmm. and you pay good money for that. It's for networking. That's what right. that's for. And 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 well, right now, Matts is saying everybody's getting these scams where there's people trying to claim to have this data for you, and Matts is saying no, they're not. So do not fall for one of those that are saying, I hear you're going to Matt's. Do you want the exhibitor list? And Matt's is saying they're scams. Don't because they're not affiliated with Matt's themselves. And, you know, TalkCDL has a lot of those exhibitors on our page that listen to the podcast. So that's a great message to put out there Ruthann, to all these trucking companies and and Peterbilt and all these exhibitors that are going to be there. If you get an email that's not officially from Matt's, um, I would not send them money for a list. You're probably not going to get a list. You're probably just going to be giving your money away. Right. 
Right. So don't don't go there if you have it. If you did get on any of those emails, you know, feel free to contact Matt. Give them the information because it might be a new one. Then they don't already have that name, so it might might help them track down who's doing it. But um, I wonder if that makes other people now afraid of even buying the list because now they're thinking, am I really getting it from Matt's? Is it a clone of Matt's email? Because of these some of these some of these scammers, Ruthann, are really amazing at scamming people. They actually look legitimate, some of them. They they do what's called ghosting. They'll actually make the landing page exactly like like, you know, the website they want to scam. And they'll even clone emails, everything. It's actually horrible. I think one of the telltales is if you click on the email and look look at the return email, and it usually will be some weird email address, which would not be the official at, you know, what what is the ending of the, the, the emails from Matt's, Ruthann? Well, Matt's is definitely, um, if you're an exhibitor, you would definitely get one from, like you'll have, you can contact your, like we, we all have a, an agent that we work with. You know, our guy, um, one of, we have, Toby's one of them. So if I had where I wanted to get any of that kind of list, I would just contact him and ask him. But if you want to contact anybody there, it would say truckingshow.com. Okay. So like Chris, Chris Blair, it's chris.blair at truckingshow.com. That's his email address. If you needed to contact someone direct. And I don't think that they could actually clone that .com. Mm -mm, So that's probably an official .com, like you said. So anyways, moving on. Do you have the word of the day? I do. I do. I do. Let's hear it. Is it ready? Juvenilia. Let's hear that one more time. Juvenilia. Juvenilia. Juvenilia? <laughs> Is that what that said? No, but... but <laughs> what are you laughing at? This is it's what it sounded like. Is it... Spell it. Spell it for me. J-U-V-E-N-I-L-I-A. Oh, Juvenilia. <laughs> okay. All right. I, yeah, so you're thinking that I made it sound like some weird disease. <laughs> Okay. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes, I did. And the reason that I thought this word was a really good one to learn okay. is because it's works produced by an author or artist while still young. So if you wanted to make someone feel really good about like your grandbabies or anybody, you know, your kids that say they did some really great work, artwork or something and turned it in, that is Juvenilia. So that's works produced by an author or artist while still young. I'm going to give you a sentence. Mozart's impressive juvenilia was just a hint of his work to follow. It's no surprise she won a Pulitzer Prize as an adult, especially since her juvenilia was was incredibly popular. Interesting. Mm -hmm. Yet another word by Word Genius. Thank you, Word Genius. All right. (laughs) Ruthann, we're out of here. Peace. Peace. Praise the Lord.